Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hang. You're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura May Poire. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so amazingly good. You guys know how much I love Wednesdays when I get to talk to my friends because what other time do we yes. have to do such things? Yes. So what do you, how's, your, how's your morning going? Uh, how is my morning? Um, well, my little mister <laughs> is... <laughs> deciding that no matter what time he goes to bed, whether that be 8 o'clock, which is never, or 11 o'clock, which is almost always, um, 6, 6.30 is a great time to get up, which is awesome. You know, I mean, why wouldn't I want to watch the sun come up every morning of my life? Why would I want to live without that? I don't know. Thank you, Gideon, for reminding me how important it is to watch the sun come up daily. Um so we've been going for a few hours. You know when it's like 9 in the morning and you're like, oh, is it lunch yet? And you're like, no, it's yeah. only 9 o'clock in the morning. The rest of the world is now getting up, and I feel like it's lunch. So that's I know. what kind of I'll, day I'll, it's been. I'll pull, up to, I'll pull up to Golden Corral at, like, you know, 8.45 a.m. I'm like, guys, dinner ready yet? Dinner? I eat with the blue hairs. I love that. Yeah. Gosh, it's not very, PC, not very PC to say blue hairs, is it? My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, sorry. You know what? I'm so glad we called so, it today. Guys, listen, we bragged last week about our series, and this is part two of our three-part series, okay, people, yeah. on how to be a good parent, H-T-B-A-G-P, H-T-B-A-G-P. I'm so glad I remember I that. I can you not even Acronym. say that two times fast, much less one. <laughs> you rock. H-T-B-A-G-P, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I always want to put in the description something like, how to be a good parent. Comma, not that we know anything about what we're talking about, parentheses, disclaimer, but God's like, take it easy, all right? Just, <laughs> just tell him, just tell him uh, to be easy. So I'm excited because this is a great uh, show. It's called Turn It Off, and that is part two on our little series. And it's not what you think. I know everyone's probably thinking like, oh, yeah, turn off my cell phone, turn off my computer, got it. No, 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 no. It's not that at all. It's, I'm talking about turning off the voices in your head, the ones that tell you that you oh. are not good enough or the ones that in your head say, ah, oh, that's not worth it because it's this or that, to turn those voices off. Because they come in in all aspects and all ways. Now, in some of those ways, they come actually through. Like if you're checking, for example, if you're checking into Facebook, okay, and you're checking in, you're there, and you're sucked in or whatever, and you're scrolling, and all of a sudden you just get this overwhelming, like, down feeling about yourself. You're like, oh, man, I'm not as good as, you know, Susan Summers over here with her fabulous photos and her eyeliner. Those, those lashes are fake. By the way, she looks good, but they're fake. <laughs> but anyway, the feeling that comes in to turn those feelings off, to to recognize that the enemy has come to to turn on in you, you know, something that is distracting as far as being a good parent. Because when you have those feelings come in, they flood, and whether or not we recognize it or not, our kids are always there. And if we can turn those off and turn them around and just say, and say, God, you know what? Even if you can't hit the switch yourself, come in and ask God to. Say, Father, you know what, this is coming in in floods, and I'm going to need you to come and close the valve and turn it off. And, you know, when, the mention of Jesus' name and the enemy has to flee. They don't have a choice. 
You don't have a choice. Right. It's not like you can be like, what? no, he's gone. And so when you're feeling that flood come in of that, you know, I'm inadequate or this isn't good enough, and trust me, I get it all the time. You know, I, I always said this. You know, I don't have the, all the answers. Laura doesn't either, but God does. And so when we talk about things like how to be a good parent and how to, you know, do this, it's not because we have any answers. It's because we have the answer that is go to God. Go to God. And I know what not to it. do. I do too. I can tell you what not to do. <laughs> and that's very valuable. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Don't touch the stove. You will get burned. That is a really valuable lesson. It is. Oh, my. You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm so glad you said stove. How funny because I got this like – anyway, I'm talking to myself at this point. I got this like – you know what? God gives visions, all right? I'm sick of thinking like, okay, I'm going to be crazy if I say this. No, God gave me this vision of the stove, right? And you know how when the stove's on and you're cooking the eggs and then you go to turn the stove off, turning it off, it doesn't always go off right away. I mean, you know, you turn, it, doesn't, it never goes off right away. It's not as though you can just turn it off and touch the stove and be like, oh, I'm, it's totally cool. I think the same things are those negative thoughts that come in, you know. If you ask God, you know, come in and turn this off for me, you know, and you still feel it, don't be disappointed and like, oh, Father, you just didn't come and turn my ship around, you know what I mean? That's not sometimes how he answers. Sometimes when you ask him to turn something off or work, it's like that stove that you clicked on the off switch. You can't touch the burner right away. You will get forced to right. And the same with, like, how you feel about yourself. Don't get down because right away you're not, you know. I mean, these things sometimes take time. You know, constantly asking, Father, you know what, don't let, you know, these, these thoughts come in. Because when you have those thoughts about just what an inadequate parent you are, you know, you start going that way. You know, you really do. Like, man, I can't. For example, like me and the library books. I'm like, I cannot get those library books back to save my life. Well, guess what? <gasps> I don't get the library You know, books I just, back. I'm going to be. I'm going to be one of those people on the brick in front of our local library, like the this sidewalk dedicated by, except I'm going to put a roof on the joint because every time I go to check out videos, I tell them, listen, if somebody was addicted to crack and you see them next to the street corner, you'd say, step away. You're not strong enough. So when I go to the video section, I tell these ladies, if you loved me, you would – Help me not go to the video section because they have a rate of a dollar per day when they're late. When you multiply that times five children, and each one, when you're a good mom, you let your kid pick two movies, right? So let's multiply two movies times five kids. That means $10 per day. Let me get those a week late. I kid you not. Have you, if you have never had a library fine over $80, I've got you beat. For real. It is ridiculous. You know, we all have to be real good at something, right? That is my thing. And I told them the other day, I said, y'all, when the roof goes on this place, we said, Laura, it's going with a plaque in your name. I said, thank you. <laughs> you Laura, I was like, this, hey, listen, where do I get the big scissors to cut the ribbon? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can either celebrate my weakness. And, you know, they laugh, though. That, I think, is so – now, you know, some weaknesses should not be celebrated. Granted. I can think of a few right now. Um, if you're a lousy parent in a very biblically lousy kind of way, don't celebrate that, okay? But if you have library oh, books okay. that are late, I walk in there and I just go, hi, I'm here to make my monthly mortgage to the library, and they all laugh. So I have just surrendered to the fact that I cannot get books or oh, videos or games or any electronic item to the library in a timely manner, and I will pay dearly for it. But... 
<laughs> I used to feel so stupid. Four times. Oh my word! And you know, I even have Netflix. I, why? Why do I even check videos out? I don't know. It's the joy. It's the, in the moment. I want to be a good mom, right? Because it would make my kids smile. And I know it's going to make me punch myself later because of all these late fees. But in that moment of trying to be a good mom, and if I was the perfect library mom, you ever see those library moms? They're like sitting and reading with their kids, whatever. You probably are one. I have too many kids for that. No, I'm not. I'm I, like, I want to be. I, I want to be. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, keep going. It's open. <laughs> and, you know, and they're sitting there and they're reading. And let's get a cookbook because we're going to go home and try. And we're going to cook all these things together. Every time I go into the library, I paint this cartoonish <laughs> picture of myself that I am suddenly begun, going to be this Pinterest mom who – can suddenly conquer the world because oh, I'm, I have my kids at the library. What? Step back because this makes me a good mom. Um, we're not even going to tell you all the things that happen, like the library bin that has got about 42 and a half books in it, along with three video games, four books on tape, and maybe a couple of classical CDs because, of course, I want to stimulate my child's mind while they sleep. Ask me how many items come out of the bin for the three weeks that we legally have them and the two weeks after that I have them sitting <laughs> in late fees. Do you know that not one book sometimes comes out of that whole bin? And then I bring it back with my head down, and I put it on the counter. I'm like, hi, I'm here to make my monthly mortgage payment, and I know my kids haven't cracked one of those books. I'm like, you're a loser, Laura, you're a loser. But I you know can either what? leave it there. Or just surrender to the fact that, you know what, this one day maybe I will conquer it. Apparently today is not my day of victory. So I will make them smile. I will walk out feeling great because I paid my fine at the library. They will never, when the library is going to send you to collections, oh, my word, that's a new level of load. Oh, my gosh. Well, guys. So they were like, the public library and oh yeah <laughs> that was you my last what? letter I'm really glad that yours mine are judgmental mine are very judgmental mine aren't sweet and laughy type okay I try to make the jokes when I come in and I get the judgmental stare of listen oh, lady, no. really? you couldn't just drive the one mile or walk it to <laughs> what have you but no what I was going to say is this is actually this is a perfect example and I'm so glad you have library woes and we both have library woes because this is a perfect example of how the enemy works and how turning it off works to make you a better parent. Because these things all flood into all of us. Laura is being extremely real. And this is how I feel as well. So it's not as though I'm from the other side. I'm just talking from this side of like, yeah, I've, but the first of all, in turning it off and turning those voices off, sometimes you have to like repeat the opposite of what you say and recognize that sometimes that's, number one, I heard library basket. Okay. In the future, they're going to remember Library Basket. They're not going to remember how many books we cracked open, you know, two out of ten. They're going to know that they had a Library Basket in the home. And what that's going to do is that's going to change the way they're raised in the future. It is. It is absolutely due. Because there's a verse that, you know, raise, raise your child in the ways of the gah, and he will follow the path. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, right? Raise your child up yes. in a way, and he will, when he grows older, he will not stray from it. But I got to thinking about right. this. You know, you, you raise them up in a way, right? And granted, it's not perfect, but you're raising them up in this way. And when they get older, they will not stray from it. And, you know, that we're, they're talking about God, I know, but it's also in the, in the little things that you do every day. You know, and you're going in and we're laughing, paying the late fees and stuff, but all I heard was you were going to the library. You know, and we, <laughs> we go in and we look, we look at the mom who is reading with her kid, and it's the same thing. I walk in and I think the same thing. I'm like, oh, man, come on, lady. Why you got to? Live it up. You know what I mean? Why I put mine on the computer with the headphones and I go look for my own books. Why you got a magazine, I mom. Like that. 
Exactly. I want to hit you in the face in the library, and it's weird. I'm going to dump your little head in the fish tank. And anyway, that's weird. But that's the same voices come in. And in those moments, we have to recognize that that is the enemy in our ears, mothers especially, whispering, and that's what is necessary to turn off. And when you feel it, like ask the father. Say, Father, you know I'm getting bombarded with all these things. Please come in and turn it off for me. Turn off that voice that says that because in the story that you just told from an outside perspective looking in, which is how our kids see us, all I heard was library bin. I go to the library with my kids. And you know what? I'm responsible and I pay my dues, which I'm not right <laughs> current right now. I'm not currently up on my dues. Let me disclaimer that. I'm afraid to go into the library. Right now I am afraid to go in my 15 books, 17 I think. Yeah, the same thing. I don't have 30 bucks. I'm like, listen, how do we turn off my late fees? I go into the collections department at the library. It's embarrassing. But, <laughs> but And so when those voices and, those, and that moment where you're just, man, you know what I mean? That, and, Laura, there's, you, what you said and all the things you said are things that I feel all the time, and I know somebody is listening, that they feel it too. It is not that that is wrong. I think that God just wants to make us stronger as mothers. We are the heart of the home. And when the enemy goes to destroy the family, he's not going to try to cut off the leg. You know, or the arm, you know, you can survive. He's going to try to stab straight into the heart of the family. That is his job. That is what he is here to do. And God says, no. You know, when you put on that armor and stuff, know that you are that heart. And so if there is a reason you feel like, man, I am attacked more or I feel down more, yeah, because you are the heart that beats to five children. You are the heart that beats to five spirits that will be sent out into this world. And so he has it in for you and I you know but God has a bigger plan and the, the the great thing is is you know he'll win some battles but God has won the war ultimately we can relax and laugh at late feet and laugh at how we think of ourselves because God has won the war our kids are saved through Jesus's blood we are saved through Jesus's blood we will be together in eternity and live forever there is no death or condemnation through Christ and so I just love that that you know what when the enemy is there just bleh, throwing up in our ear we can just say, shut it off, turn it off. And sometimes he comes right. through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram, all these things. So techno, you know, technically, if you are being hit through him and you feel that flood through phone or whatever, yeah, turn that off too. But it starts right. even when you turn it off right there in your ear, right when you walk to the library. Heck, right when I get up and I look in the mirror, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. You know what I mean? Turn it off. And say, Father, and we have to have to pray for it. I think it's the only answer that I have. I don't have a pill or, you know, a spray or whatever that you could do that other than to say, you know what, when you feel it, recognize it and say, Father, just turn it off. So, you know, with 10 seconds, and she laughs because, you know, 10 seconds isn't 10 seconds. I would love for you right. to pray for our parents and our little series. That would be awesome because it always makes me feel great when you pray. Yes. And I want to remind people one thing that I have to tell my 13-year-old constantly uh, because she she battles voices, you know, not not voices in her head like that. But she does hey. battle insecurities big time. And I sometimes I say to her, I say, honey, you're not focusing on truth. Because truth is you were created by God. Truth is he formed you while you were still in my stomach. Truth is he has made you a beautiful girl. Truth is you can walk on your own two feet. And I, I go through this whole 
you know, we, we do this truth is, truth is, and I'm like, you know, when you say I'm not good enough and I'm not as smart as so-and-so and I can't play sports good enough, I said mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're looking at things that are so objective. I said when you refocus, when you get older, honey, the only thing that's going to help pull you back to a place of peace is focusing on the truth of God and what the Bible says about you is true. I said because most of those other voices that you're hearing are what Satan wants you to believe about yourself. And so let's focus on what truth is because when you put your eyes back on truth, it's really hard for me to believe that Satan, you know, is right telling me you're a cruddy mom, you're a whatever, when I can look at the truth of Scripture and say, I am doing my best to raise up my kids. I know I'm not perfect, but I'm striving every day to do better. And I keep looking at the truth, and all of a sudden I realize the foolishness of what the devil's trying to tell me because it, it's – it's not going to hold any water. At the end, his argument can't win because in the end, he's he loses. So um, we, that's that's just kind of the little game that we play with ourselves is truth is. So um, mm, on that note, I like that. I will just and you know what? Pray. If you're and you're wondering, you know, well, well, see, for example, Laura and I, we just did this thing. I'm sorry, where you you know talked about the library. We laughed. We talked about insecurities. We laughed, and then I came in as a third, you know, party and gave you the truth, just like you do with your babies. You know what I mean? The same thing. It's like, well, let me give you the truth. If you need that person in your life that helps you to see, you know, truth, you know, if all, if the enemy is so loud in your ear with the, with the bullhorn and, you know, I put this in or put this in for how to make, how to be a good parent, because when you begin to recognize the truth and it's like, Oh, let me finish that sentence. If you need help finding the truth, ask us. This is, if you want to come and just say, this is my situation. I, I, you know, I, it's, I'm just feeling lied to and feeling down, tell us. We will pray for you. We will help see different truths in you because sometimes you need that. You know, the enemy is sometimes sitting on your face. And we will come in and help pray and help you to realize that because you're absolutely right, you know, with that truth and with that that God-given, you know, love. And it's so hard to see. Sometimes we're in the mix of it, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. I mean, it is. Oh, yeah. You know, when we get off. The, sh- the show, and we, you know, go and do the day, I'll get in my car, and immediately I'll probably be like, oh, man, I didn't get this. I'm not a good mom. And so it's not yeah. a thing that's like, poof, you're, you're healed. You're fixed. No. <laughs> it is the solution No, it's to like brushing you your teeth, man. you got to do it every single yeah. day, you know, sometimes multiple every, times a day. I get cavities. I get cavities all the time, root canal here and there, okay? And that's okay, too. <laughs> but if you need that truth, I just want to say that Laura and I are here. You are not alone. Yeah. We do this show for you. It is not for us by any means. We have joy. We want to spread joy out there while you are living and breathing, which is a small time here on earth. It really is. We want you to have joy here. We'll have it tons in heaven. If you can get a slice of it here and to see that truth, that would just be awesome because Laura and I have it and we're so grateful for it and God protect it for us because it is really cool and it comes from God and his love is awesome. So with being a good parent, he wants you to have that and it'll radiate out of you. It will radiate out of you. I mean, I could tell you all day long, hey, take your tickets to Chuck E. Cheese, turn off your cell phone, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, the core of you in your heart, when God comes in and you ask him to touch it and to turn off those voices, that radiates to your children. It's like sunshine. It's like sunshine on your kids, yeah. like vitamin D that they need, and they can feel it. And don't be sad when the crowds come because that is normal. Because the enemy will leave and tell you the show, oh, you know what? You're too depressed to feel that. You'll never be the sunshine to your kids. Lies. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off. Right. So anyway, I had to do that. But no, she's not even cutting this off. She's so sweet. Okay, go ahead and pray. Sorry. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you uh, every week 
I am reminded, even if it's just on Wednesday morning, just to take a moment to say thank you for life. Please forgive me for not waking up every morning and thanking you for life. Please put that on my heart daily. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for the the things that we don't even think about. I hear birds chirping. I see sun shining. And I take for granted that every day, whether we ask for it or not, you don't make us beg for the sun to shine. You don't make us beg to hear birds at the window. You don't make us beg to have water flow down the stream as it's supposed to. Every single day, you put nature in the rhythm that you have designed for us to enjoy. And you've just set up so many laws in place that we take for granted, that we don't even think of gravity to hold me flat on the ground. I just am so thankful that there is so much out there that you do for us that doesn't even cross my mind. Most times until Wednesday mornings when I really have time to sit and focus on nothing other than the joy and the goodness that you have given us so that we can spread that out. So I just thank you for all the things that you do daily for us that we don't even think to thank you for. And I thank you for truth. I thank you for a standard, a rule that we can come and compare by. You know, the ruler that is 12 inches long, if somebody tells us, if the devil says, oh, you're, you know, you're only this many inches tall, I thank you that your word says, no, you are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us, and that we are heirs to the throne of God, and that we are sons and daughters of a king, that when Satan wants mm. to lie to us and tell us that we are any less, that your ruler says, no, let me tell you who you really are, and I'm the one who created you, and I'm the one who wins this battle at the end, so let me tell you what truth is. So I just thank you for that reminder, and I thank you that we have each other, Jessica and I, and I thank you that you have allowed me to live to be that comfort to my daughter, and I would ask for as many days and years as you would give me to be their mom. I thank you in advance for that, and I thank you that despite my imperfections, that somehow you have chosen me to be the mother of all of them, and you've entrusted that to me. And, God, you know, most days I don't feel worthy of it, and I don't understand it um, because I don't feel like I'm doing a very good job. But I thank you for a friend who will remind me that it was your plan for me to be their mom all along. So thank you for the moments that we can say truth is. And I pray right now that Halen... And that all of the other kids would remember that long into adulthood because the voices don't stop. So if we can teach them at an early age, um, and also, God, help me to be kinder to myself because I hate when I see my kids being unkind to themselves. It breaks my heart, and yet I don't know that I'm being a very good example in showing them not to do that. So I would just ask for courage for me and for my husband to love ourselves the way that you love us because in doing so we will teach them by example um, how to love ourselves the way you've loved us. So thank you for the opportunity for another day to do better than I did yesterday. And thank you for a best friend to be on this journey with me. Thank you for those who you have set in the path with us through the radio show. And we just ask that you would honor today and let it bring you glory even if that means in our weakness, because thank goodness, when I go to the truth of God's word, it says that in our weakness, you are strong. Thank you for that promise, and thank you for that encouragement. And I just ask that we have a day that glorifies you, and we pray in your name, amen. Amen. Oh. <sighs> Sorry I do that every time. I just, it's not the Holy Spirit. 
seriously. The Holy Spirit is awesome. <laughs> it's like a hot tub. It is like a yes. hot tub. I just feel like I have a hot tub. I'm so relaxed. I feel wonderful. I wish I could feel like this all day long. And you know what I did? If I would pray all day, or, you know what I mean? So, God, you know what? I'm going to ask for that for me and for more, too. Help us to be in continual prayer all day, to feel your peace yes. all day. And I just, I ask that for anyone listening and for us, selfishly. In Jesus' name, amen. So that easy, people. Amen. Just ask God. Go to your dad. He's just so great. He always hears you. He always answers. All right, well, guys, so the next week, part three of our series. Maybe you've heard of it. We're serious people. We do serious stuff. <laughs> part three, it's going to call Booga Booga. And, um... <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like you know, it. it's about laughing with your kids. And, uh, you know, I'm going to need probably a little more help with this because I, you would think, comedian, right? Oh, she's laughing constantly. No, mostly yelling. So, yeah, I want to uh, I want to learn a lot more <laughs> with my kids and <laughs> booga booga. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna laugh and and talk about why that's so important. And I'm excited. So follow our flight on Facebook, Christian Comedy Chicks, and of course our website, ChristianComedyChicks.com. Which you know, I checked on the renewal on that the other day. I was worried, and it's every year. So much time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know what, I better renew it now before somebody snags it because people are in line waiting. He's like, yeah, ma'am, you better renew it because people are waiting for your website. I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that a Christian coffee? No. It's mine. That's horrible. Stingy. Stingy. Anyway, so follow us on our website because it's ours. It's God's. I'm <laughs> And every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And until next week, friend, I hope you have a very blessed day. And I will miss you, and I cannot wait to talk to you very soon next week. You too. Have a wonderful right. day, brother. I love you. Love you, you too. Bye. Bye. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself.